The Rudy Giuliani Show. Rudy Giuliani, and I'm here with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And thank you very, very much for um, for for joining us today. It really, I really appreciate it, and I really do think we have some observations and some news, and um, and 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 some things you're just not going to hear elsewhere because you know they're hidden. We we live. You probably know it. You may not. I'm sure those of you who listen to me or to Greg or to James or to John or, or, or Reed or any of us know you, you live in a world of censorship, which means a lot of the things I have in front of me now are not going to be in, in, on any of the major networks tonight, nor will they be in the former newspapers of record, the New York Times, the Washington Post. These are uh, completely regime uh, dominated papers that print what Biden tells them to print. Of course, that was very much uh, uh, symbolized by the diktat or dictate or order sent out by the Biden administration to not pay attention to any of the Hunter Biden stuff and to pay attention to the Trump uh, problems and not to not to print nasty stuff about the administration. That's what you put out uh, when you own, when you're part of the same conspiracy. Don't know that there's ever been a similar uh, memo in American history. If it has, it would have been widely, uh, widely uh, hidden because under any other press corps, if this were Kennedy who did it or Reagan or they'd have been ripped apart for having no understanding of free speech and of doing something maybe even worse than committing a crime because they're taking away our most important right. But, of course, that didn't happen. And the best evidence that I'm right and they're wrong and that there is a massive censorship in this country, as bad as you get in a communist or Nazi country, is the fact that not a single one of the people who were lectured as to how they had to cover the news complained. Not a single one said, even a little peep-peep, like, it's inappropriate. So it continues, it continues, continues, continues to today. And uh, one of the things that I saw today that backs up with hard proof, something that I had backed up with hard proof two years ago and continue to repeat to you and have occasionally gotten additional updates on it, but it's it's good to see it written out so you'll understand what I'm talking about because I begin a lot of my discussion and explanation to the border with this. I tell you all the time that we do not control our borders, but our borders are controlled. Our borders are controlled by the Mexican drug cartels. They are the toll the toll takers, except that's too benign a, a thought, a toll taker. They're the agents. And this is an article by Marianne Martinez in the New York Post, and it says... Drug cartels are deliberately sending thousands of migrants a day to hand themselves over to Border Patrol officers in different U.S. border towns. The tactic is meant to tie up already overworked border agents so Mexico's cartels can carry on their drug and human smuggling operations. Underserved in less populated areas, law enforcement officials explained. So now they show how... Uh, these undetected are reaching records where they have had a chance to do some non-law enforcement detection. 
and I explained this to you years ago. This has always been a tactic of the of the of the uh, uh, the, the cowboys and the uh, who did this. Uh, even in my day, when they got heavy heavy flows of illegals, there would then be heavy flows of unknown illegals because it would keep us busy. But now it's orchestrated by a very very well run cartel. <clears throat> So, for example, if they're bringing in a big target, a big money uh, illegal, not one of these people with their kids and stuff, they're going to send in a lot of kids. They're going to do a big, you're going to see a 1,000 show up in El Paso, maybe 1,500. Everybody's tied up, and in comes the uh, uh, 20 ISIS guys that they paid the cartels uh, $20 million for. Hmm? Makes sense? Uh, why do you think the fentanyl comes in and so much of it is undetected, even though we do detect a lot? Because they do the same thing, cartels money for China. Big money, millions, maybe billions. So you send in a whole group of 2,000 people, like they did in Eagle Pass, Texas, and they were pretty sure that this Eagle Pass, Texas, was basically uh, 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 meant to distract them for maybe 1,700 illegals coming in in a different part of Texas, which they couldn't find or get to. Now, those 1,700 are probably the really bad ones. Those are probably the ones that are, that are going to come next year, and like the two that went up to Buffalo are going are to rape your kids. Um, now, Adams doesn't know this because of two reasons, and this is why he's such a bad mayor. When, Ad, when Abbott offered for him to go down there, he could have gone down there, and even if he was angry at Abbott, uh, first time I went down there, which would be back in the 80s, I saw this from my own eyes. Now, I could show it to him. Of course, he wouldn't even talk to me because he'd be thrown out of the Democratic Party, and that's more important to him than being a mayor. I could show this to him. In two days, I could, I could, I mean, and these guys, you, you can't imagine how bold they are. If we went back, if we went down there, we went over the border and we started walking around, they wouldn't kill us. They'd talk to us. They might, I can't guarantee this, they might even brag. They used to. Don't know if they will, but they might even brag. So here's the point. If you're the mayor in New York, you got to think ahead. Everything I see in all the intelligence reports, and I just gave you a snippet of the worst one here, tell me that numbers are going up. In other words, what we're facing now is going to be worse. Not only that, the quality is going up uh, in the way in which Democrats think of quality. You know, they refer to Adams as progressive. Well, he's progressive in that he's made the city worse. Uh, they referred to B- Obama as progressive. Well, he's progressive in that he made the country worse. You know, progressive usually means improving. Well, it's also the same thing with uh, the disease that, that Biden has. His dementia is progressive, which means unless he dies, one day he's going to stand up and the mouth's not going to open. That's what happens with dementia. Well, this is progressive also. The less you pay attention to it, the more you back off the border, the more ideas they come up with uh, for getting you, getting their people in here, and the more terrorist groups realize we're very vulnerable in a way that we weren't before. I'm not going to bother you because I did it recently with a number of terrorists that are being found, but every source that I have on the border says we have record number of terrorists in this country today because we arrest record numbers of terrorists. So you've got to figure 
for what we don't arrest, I'm going to say there's two more that come in. And the two more that come in are significantly worse than the people we arrest because they bring them in in a more surreptitious way. Got it? So end result, intelligence report for the mayor today. By this year at this time, this is going to be 30, 40, 50 times worse than it is right now. And right now, you have what is known as no plan. You've got no plan other than to bankrupt us. And you've got people leaving your city like I've never seen before, and you've got people planning to leave your city that you don't even know about because they don't talk to you, they don't like you, they don't trust you. And as long as you're the mayor, they're, not gonna, they're getting out of here. Out of here. The death at the daycare center, I honestly don't have words for it. I don't have words for how a daycare center is in the next room from a fentanyl cutting mill. I don't understand it, and it gets a it gets a it gets a a uh, quick visit by so-called inspectors, and it's I have the thing here. It says no violations cited. Now, if I don't have the geography of this or the map of this exactly in my head, but my understanding is the room where the fentanyl was is right next to the daycare room. Uh, you don't go into the room next to the daycare center when you inspect. Did they clean it out sufficiently so it had no evidence of fentanyl? That's hard. The odor remains. Now, who were the staff? It seemed like she was only her for the daycare center. The food that was seen in the inspection that I got a chance to look at, I, it, sounded, it looked like dog food. What about that? So I'm raising a question, not an accusation. This this uh, this whole inspection system, as I know from having prosecuted as a U.S. attorney, I'm going to say something short of 100 inspectors. And then I'm not going to be holier than now. I got about 30 or 40 prosecuted when I was mayor. I thought they'd stop. I thought they'd be afraid of me. I mean, I, I put more inspectors in jail than any mayor ever. I thought, I'm not going to get any inspectors go to jail. They're going to be too scared. Huh? My uh, commissioner of investigation who does security investigation for the city came to me. He was also the chief of my criminal division, the man who convicted Mario Biaggi. He came into my office and Howard Wilson said, May, you're not going to believe it. We're going to arrest 40 of your building inspectors tomorrow. I said that they take this money uh, while I was mayor. He's about half did, about half under Jenkins. I said, great. I gave a speech. The last one I had, it was only about four or five. So we did make progress. But you got to work at it like crazy. I'm not saying these guys took anything. I'm telling you these guys need one hell of an investigation. Because if they didn't take something, what the hell's wrong with them? And then what's wrong with our society? If Joe Biden were not the president, I'm not going to say like Ukraine, that the child would definitely be alive today. Odds are 70%, 80% the child would be alive today because uh, Trump had gotten fentanyl pretty well bottled up. I know because my son worked on it, and I gave a teeny bit of advice, just a little bit, uh, and followed it carefully. 
and they were on they were on the road to really doing it. And they had uh, Obrador's uh, 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 cooperation, believe it or not, the president of uh, Mexico. A story not told, the friendship between the communist Obrador and Donald Trump, who got him to help the United States. And then when communist Biden and communist Obrador get together, it's chaos, absolute chaos. That's what happens when you have an incompetent man. Even his own ideological brothers can't work with him. You could get that fentanyl thing back to, if it's ever reasonable, reasonable in six months, you could cut it out in a year. But that requires going to China, and we know Joe's been paid not to do that. So that one, that one we figure is, that one is off the table because it's one of the things he was bribed for. You know, that's some of the evidence that doesn't exist. The, the money he got from China, which we can trace into the bank. But that's not evidence. I don't know what it is, but every Democrat, every reporter says no evidence against Biden. We'll be right back. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani. The Big Tunnel to Towers Foundation walk run is coming up on Sunday, September 2-4. And all of us here at the Red Apple Audio uh, Network are encouraging our loyal listeners to donate to our individual teams. You can't imagine the competition going on. That's right. You can go uh, to walk.rudyshow.com right now. Walk dot rudy show dot com and you can click on my picture to donate please help me raise the most money here at the station for the amazing tunnel of the towers foundation walk run let's never forget those that help america's heroes and the tunnel of the towers foundation should be as near and dear to me to you as it is to me come on let's raise some some big bucks here for our veterans for our first responders the 911 victims that increase every day. Walk.RudyGiulianiShow.com. I know, I know. Just do it. Close your eyes and click on my picture. Well, we just saw the most amazing thing right below our window. 
We saw the president of the United States go by with 435 cars. No, no, about 40, which is which I think is ridiculous, not just for Biden. This has been my argument since Reagan, and I'll tell you someday. And I made these arguments officially at times. I'm going to I'm going to tell you, I, I had Ted take a picture because nobody I know nobody's going to believe me. Not a single person applauding. Not a single person applauding. The turnout is about a third of what Trump gets at his gate when he returns to Mar-a-Lago with applauding flags and pictures. I don't see a flag because if they're Biden supporters, they probably don't like America because we're, we're racially, we're, we're, um, we're all racist. We're all white racist. So we have to, we're terrible people. We're awful. We're systemically racist, so why should you have an American flag? You, do you see an American flag? Not one flag. That's a good point. I don't see Man. an American flag. You see American flags wherever the pre- wherever it looks like Trump a, is. This could be a Venezuelan election. I mean, as far as I know, it could be a Venezuelan. I, uh, how many? How many? The, these... people, the people are still standing here. I don't know what they're expecting. The, the thing went by with the two flags on it. Maybe they're expecting a decoy. Maybe they think this is like a, 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 a Clint Eastwood movie or something. Or maybe in. And we wanted to say there's a few dozen people that came out to watch the president's motorcade. Maybe zero came out, and this is just the usual cross traffic. No, this is just the usual no, no, sidewalk no. traffic, uh, but they've been interrupted I've by been the wa- visit by this I've man. I've been watching. They've been allowed to cross. The cops have allowed them to cross at certain times. Okay. So these people so are the people here and want to be here, want to see here. Biden. They want to see Biden. There's a few dozen. They want to see him sleeping. And, uh, of course, he sleeps in between things. Uh, when we come back, I had I had Ted go over to the U.N. earlier, right right early before uh, Biden got there. They wouldn't let him in after. But he did actually score a big one. And I'm going to we're going to play it for you. He uh, met with this ambassador. Uh, no, no, no. Like uh, chief of staff to the ambassador. And the guy had uh, this is something to be really interesting to pursue. And I'm going to give when we finish, I'm going to give this to Curtis to run down. Because this is a Curtis, this is a kind of a Curtis thing, and he'll get to the bottom of it even better than Greg or anyone else. But um, this was a really, I'm, I'm telling you, come back. You're going to want to follow this up. This may occur more often, this may occur more often, well, we think it occurs more often than you think, right, Ted? That's right. Okay, so we'll be back right after the break. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. My goodness, if my mother was alive, she'd be so angry at me now. She'd come home and she'd say, Rudolph, you screwed up the show. I missed a word in the most important of all the promos I'm doing. Let me do it again. You see if you remember what I screwed up. My mother would. The Big Tunnel of the Towers Foundation walk run is coming up on Sunday, September 24th. And all of us here at the Red Apple Audio Network are encouraging our loyal listeners to donate to our individual team. That's right. There's a competition. You can go to walk.rudygiulianishow.com and click on my picture to donate. 
Please help me raise the most money here at the station for the amazing Tunnels and Towers Foundation walk run. Let's never forget those that help America's heroes. And the Tunnels and Towers Foundation is near and dear to my heart like it should be to yours. Let's raise some money, please, for our veterans, for our first responders and 9-11 victims. Walk.RudyGiulianiShow.com Click on my picture. Difficult, though, it may be. Well, today I decided to do something different. And Ted was kind of fancy and wanted to do something. So I sent him to the U.N. He got dressed up. You know, He didn't take a shower yesterday because he played reporter <laughs> and the day before. And therefore, he had a teeny odor, and uh, and he also looked dirty as hell. And of course, immediately he was taken for a high level NBC, CBS. You know, actually, some thought he was an executive. And uh, he he found a guy, Ted, a guy. Uh, That's right. I don't. We don't really know the country that well. But why don't we put? Why don't we play? Why don't we play the tape of your of of your in, in, the, like the the two the less than two minute interview. Yeah, well, well, that's right, Mayor. We we went there and we wanted to capture, we wanted to get get the recording, get some some footage. Yeah, see what some they thought vi- about Biden. Audio I mean, recording big, big, uh, they don't know that Biden's a dodo. I mean, we do, but you know, we're wondering, do they think he's a dodo? That's right. So what what happened? Tell us what. So happened. so I I went there and I you know we well, security's tight a lot you know a lot well, of security around tape. right now. So uh, we are going let's to the tape play on, the boys. tape. Here, we, here goes. So here's me, uh, before we play the tale, this is me asking about... Yeah, I know, you can't uh, pronounce his name. I, know you yeah, have to pronounce I, I his don't name. know his name, so here, we're, you, we're I know you can't this. pronounce it. I, it's a, a terrible name to pronounce, but so, I'm good at it. So, Ted, so, so hi, I'm, I'm Ted here with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and we want to cover uh, President Biden's uh, speech today. Oh. We're here with our, our guest, uh, the ambassador's uh, staff here. Oh. Uh, and so, uh, would you be willing to share with us your feelings and your thoughts on President Biden's Speech today before the United Nations General Assembly. Got pilled. So I'm got pilled. Pilled. You were sleep given pills. You sleep. Were, sleep pills. Sleeping pills. Were you were you were given sleeping pills no, or no you sleep. were oh you no were sleep given pill. you were given anti sleeping ah, pills. So they no ha- sleep. No sleep pills. So before President Biden spoke before the whole UN General Assembly. No sleep uh, today. No sleep. <laughs> they had passed out anti sleeping ah. pills. To, no the, to no everyone in the audience. No sleep pills. <laughs> so, okay, so that's good. So they gave you some anti-sleeping pills to keep you nice and awake. Anti-sleeping well, pills. Maybe these were caffeine pills. I'm not sure. Were you... Were Anti- you no sleep. They, they just called them anti-sleeping pills. Okay. But, but, so what happened? So then, of course... Sleep. Everybody. No, sleep. No, but you took the pills before ah. before Biden spoke. Ah. Yes. And Everybody these, sleep. <laughs> these pills were meant Nobody to keep people have. awake. <laughs> So you you ended up falling asleep anyway. Twenty two. <laughs> Twenty two. People. <laughs> Twenty two. Oh, sleep. And where, I'm sure if you don't mind me asking, where in the Five. world, where in the world are you from? Where is Ugaskaba. this this Ugaskaba. You you know Ugaskaba. I haven't heard this accent before, Ugaskaba. sir. Ugaskaba. <laughs> it's cold. So were you able to stay awake for? We like global warming. We cold in Ugaskaba. So were were you were you able to uh, to hear from the from the president? Did he give his speech? Were you awake? Who knows? <laughs> sleep. He put you to sleep. Did he stay awake for the for his speech? I guess you're not familiar. Doesn't look like it. Well, we want to thank you for your time. I'm going to get this tape to the mayor. We say Upushka. Upushka. So, well, that so was very, very, that was very infor- informative. This, you know, I've, I had been hearing for some time at the White House that they give sleeping pills to the uh, press. And of course, the press will never report it. 
And with the press, it apparently works. But I think these people from different parts of the world have different anatomies, and it didn't work. And the people from Mubashkaba, they had a really difficult time. Now, the really, we'll have it on tonight on our, on our, on our TV live show, but we'll, we'll show you one guy was snoring so loud, another guy almost punched him in the face. I mean, man. I don't know if you watched that speech, but. Uh, then we go find the right well, answer to you know nobody told him there was no reason to go. The UN hasn't done anything since 1954. That's when they helped to end the Korean War. Since then, they've been unengaged, and when they did try to get engaged, presidents like Clinton threw them out because they're useless. They have a human rights organization headed by. <laughs> the Islamic terrorist regime of Iran. It's headed by Iran. No. Yeah, yeah. You, you, the more people you kill, the more points you get. Yeah. Uh, in fact, if you do genocide, you go to the well, top of the list. The UN is located right here in your city. Yeah, what was and, it like? Don't let anybody tell you it's a plus to New York. Uh, we lose more money on it. And if you'd ever like to take a look at it, I'll see if I can free up my mayor's management report, show you the crimes they commit. I mean, they're, they're, um, they fit in really well with the Biden crime family. Really, really well. Now let's see. We're going to take a call and let's go to, um, let's go to, uh, let's go to Teresa. Hi, Mayor Giuliani. Yeah. Hi. I, I'm not used to calling a radio station. Well, then you so. just stay calm and just ask your question. It's just like talking to, Anybody? Huh. Oh, okay. I just wanted to, I saw something on YouTube. This woman, Rosa Corey, uh-huh. she did a presentation at the uh, Capitol of New Hampshire, and it was about the UN Agenda 21, their agenda for the 21st century. Okay. And, wh- and what was it? I, 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 I vaguely know something about this, but not a lot. So you can tell me. She, she said that in 1992 in Brazil, uh, 179 nations signed on to it at the Earth Summit. Uh-huh. And a lot of things that are going on now, she was talking about back then in 2012. And some of it, I hear that man, Jimmy, that calls you. Uh, don't you love Jimmy? Do you yeah. like Jimmy? I Yes, yes. Yeah. I've learned. I didn't, me personally, a few years ago, I didn't know what was going on in our country. I'm glad you so I listened to I listened to you and Mark Levin a lot, and then I learned what was going on because I didn't understand. Yeah, but Jimmy's a, so Jimmy's a resource, my dear. He is a mm-hmm. real resource. So in 2012, they had a what? A what in New Hampshire? Uh, um, they had like she did a presentation there about the UN Agenda 21 about their agenda for the 21st century and okay. a lot of things that are going on now that I've heard you talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And, you and, talk- and, and they sound, I bet they sound somewhat Marxist. A lot yeah. Marxist because the UN is a Marxist organization. No question about it. Dominated by Marxists. Uh, why we, why we fund it. They don't prevent wars, which is what they're supposed to do. Uh, they, they actually fight wars. They don't prevent them. Uh, all wars that we've stopped, all peace agreements that we've gotten, whether it's a Republican like uh, like uh, Trump said, uh, uh, accords or um, or or Nixon ending Vietnam or 
uh, all done outside the uh, parameters of the UN. Uh, when you the, uh, the 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 situation in the Middle East, the UN has been nothing but a problem with. Um, that the last the last war that they started and ended was the Korean War. So their relevance is about seventy years old, and since then they sit around and they put out agendas for. Uh, one world, a one world agenda. Invent one world. Uh, they have no respect for the United States. They don't agree. They don't agree with some of our basic rights. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in the right of parents to have uh, any say in their children at any time. They used to at one time. They used to have uh, a parent uh, control of children below eighteen, a human right. Now it's the other way around. Children can control themselves from any age and can have their bodies completely mutilated without telling their parents. They are massive, either conscious or unconscious Marxist, and they with a with a vehemence that you can't believe hate America. Jealousy. And when they come here, a good percentage of them come here to steal. Now you're gonna find that strange, but this comes from the mayor who read the mayor's management report every week. And I got it, babes. I got the statistics. You can't imagine how many of these countries sell, send little creepo perverts here to be in the U.N., beat their wives, beat their kids, have sex with their children. Yep, happens all the time. And we can't do anything about it. Now, when I say it happens all the time, let me, let me, let, let me say, I may exaggerate that because when I see it, it, it shocks me. But it does happen. The beating is prolific. These are, these are societies where beating women is uh, manly. Please take a look at the countries, huh? I take a look at the most crooked countries in the world, listed separately, and see how many of them are in the UN. And and look at the countries that are the most despotic, the most inhumane, and the most indecent. And they are running the Human Rights Council. And you'll get an idea that this is a gangster organization, the UN. Far better if we got the hell out of it. Let them go off on their own. Uh, they don't contribute troops to a damn thing. Uh, we, we take a bunch of, we take all the Eastern European countries with us. They have no use for the UN. Uh, we take, we take the productive countries that are contributing to their defense and who love with the passion that we love, who love freedom and human beings. We take them with us. It's a much better core on which to have an alliance than a bunch of uh, communists and um, and sympathizers with them. So uh, maybe uh, maybe it's worth letting Jimmy say something, since uh, Ter- Teresa, I think, wants to hear from him. Yes, I really appreciate that woman for acknowledging me. Well, I do Listen, too. there's uh, two quotes I have to read. They're real short. This is about Antonio Gramsci. This is what the Soviets say and the American Communist Party say. Promote the strategies of Antonio Gramsci. Uh, By the way, we're the bourgeois society that they're talking about. Mm -hmm. 
The ideological erosion of the bourgeois order at every level, economic, political, cultural, and social, would precede the initiation of direct frontal assaults on the state. So that's economic, political, cultural, social, just the stuff that's being attacked now. That's uh, 1972 Gramsci's works were, were translated, even though the Soviets were promoting it before it was translated into English. Now, here's a Soviet publication from 1989 talking about what they're going to do to America and the West. We want to transform this society into a socialist one by means of a legal, democratic, peaceful, mass, and institutional struggle within the Constitution and through a series of reforms of economic, social, political, cultural character. So this is a American Communist Party, the Soviets, this is in all different languages, right. they're saying the same thing, and that's where we're under attack. Just now from the overwhelming us with the illegal immigration and the fentanyl, they're achieving this just on that. Yeah, yeah, but I it, think fentanyl, I mean, for China, it's like killing 70,000 Americans every year. You don't have to shoot a bullet, you don't have to pay a penny, and you make a fortune. To what, make a, what, and that money funds the revolution, yeah, according to a Soviet defector. Now, here's another thing. This is happening right before our eyes. The enemy publishes this stuff. They say this is the model for the West, weaponizing the government agencies against the opposition. That's how they took over Czechoslovakia. And ever since then, the Soviet publication said Czechoslovakia 1948 is the model. And you're right about the U.N. The U.N. was set up. The biggest proponent of the U.N. was Stalin. And the Americans who helped set up the U.N. were Soviet agents, Alger Hiss and others. So the UN, the UN has it where you have all the enemy countries now have the UN missions in New York, and you have all the embassies of our enemies in Washington. Well, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be? I mean, here's here's the thing that always struck me from the time I was a child studying history. It would have to indicate to me that you had heavy communist influence on the Roosevelt administration if they gave Stalin veto power on the uh, on the Executive Council. Why would you give a communist country and then and then again, China veto power? And by the way, those two armies together at that point, we could have wiped out by blowing on them. I mean, the the Russian army was completely gone. Patton could have driven them. (laughs) Patton could have driven them to Japan. And uh, the the Chinese army just about beat Chiang Kai-shek. So they weren't they weren't ready to fight us when when uh, Truman got cowardly over going into China to settle the Korean War. There was no China. They weren't the China of today. They were they were a country that had just gone through a 40 year war. They couldn't even feed themselves. So I guess the point of this is I'm, I'm going to have Jimmy call back tomorrow. This is an enormously important point to discuss because it sets really a world history for the next now. <laughs> We'll be back. Uh, we'll get it. We'll finish that off and we'll do the mayor's final thoughts because that's a much more important thought than just to mention it. And we'll figure out a way of doing it in a minute. <laughs> we'll be back shortly. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the mayor's final thoughts sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. That's the place where you that's the place where you make the payment that you should make. The payment that has the back of our men and women in uniform who lose their lives, lose the use of their limbs and need the help 
and the support, your help and support, to pay off the mortgage, to build a smart home. Frank Sill is there right away. He can't do it without you. $11 a month, T2T.org. Now, first final word is uh, what I was talking about before really sets the stage for us today. We thought it had been overcome. I would have might, might have told you that 20 years ago. And that is at the conclusion of the Second World War, we had an alliance with Russia. Now, remember, Russia had had an alliance with Hitler. So, I mean, this had to be an alliance that an intelligent, um, crafty man who had the interests of the United States first and didn't have uh, influences around him who had the interests of the Soviet Union first would have seen through. But we were like uh, kind of reluctant to join that war when Stalin was fighting with Hitler. But the minute uh, the minute uh, uh, Hitler made the stupid decision of attacking Russia, all the communists around Roosevelt became very anti-Hitler. And that's when we became big time anti, let's get in the war, let's back Churchill, uh, who we didn't particularly like up until then. And uh, then comes the end of the war. Now we won. And... Um, and basically, Stalin took uh, Roosevelt's pants off. It is true Roosevelt was very ill. It is true that Roosevelt may have been uh, in dementia at the time. Uh, very possible. M- remember, he died only two months after re-election, and Truman took over. He hardly campaigned, like uh, Bobo will hardly campaign. He was in a wheelchair, but nobody knew it, because uh, they lied about it. And um, and he wa- and he campaigned very, very little. And Dewey almost won, surprisingly, an unknown but very, not so unknown, governor of New York, but not great experience. Dewey had a surprisingly big number. Uh, and then he died shortly after he got into office, and Truman inherited the gaggle of communists that were around him uh, that had resulted in terrible decisions at Yalta and other places. The major terrible decision was to cede to Stalin Eastern Europe. We didn't have to, and if we promised him before, we could have broke our promise. Stalin is not a person you have to keep a promise to. If uh, if he killed uh, more people than Hitler, I wouldn't be surprised. If he tortured more people than Hitler, I wouldn't be surprised. Is he more evil than Hitler? No. When you get to that level of evil, you're equal. But we made a deal with Hitler. We turned that part of Europe over to Hitler. When we didn't have to, Except for bad advice, all his generals like Patton, MacArthur, real Americans would have told them they got nothing left, pal. They got nothing left. I mean, Russia got socked with the war. We didn't have a war in the United States. Nobody in the United States got killed. Russia was wiped out all the way to Moscow. Russia used everything it had to beat the Germans, and they just did it. Had Patton done what he wanted to do, and after marching to Berlin in record time, because they had kept him out of the Normandy landings, he could have just marched right to Poland. Uh, Taken over Poland with American and English troops. No communist Poland. How much further could he have gone? Interesting. You'd have to go back to historians of the day. I want to tell you that Ted and I saw Biden go by here. Not a single person applauded. We got, a, we got a picture of it. And don't forget, T2T.org. You put in your $11 contribution.